frozen okay that's cute hi uh <laughs> hold on i'm out let's try this is it even on time up okay oh we're live okay let's redo this again because everybody froze so let's try this take two Okay, so first we had a little mess out for the first take, but the second take we did okay. So I want to say welcome to my, I don't even know how many podcasts, uh, this, what episode this, but I will tell y'all when it comes out. So I will say welcome to an episode that's close to the finale episode. Now this is the start of a three episode special. Now the episode is called Man Versus Women. Now you do what you want with that title and I don't care, but this first episode really dives into the woman aspect of everything. And this is why it's called the intuition of a woman. Now, our next episode will be the intellect of a man and then men versus women, where we combine those two people, those two groups from different different episodes and find them together and start a conversation. Now, I want to say this is a target targeting uh, uh, topic, but if you feel triggered, you might be the issue. Let's just put it out there. But that's besides the point if I say anything, right? Okay. So let's start with our introduction. Now, the first person, you know her from IDK, Dream versus Realist. We got Casey Wild. Hey, Casey. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Mm -hmm. um, I'm Casey Wild, and I am 16. Okay. So now we have a newcomer, but... I promise you, she will be. She won't be a newcomer anymore after this. Welcome, McKenna. Hi, um, I'm McKenna, and I'm also 16. I'm super excited to be here. All right, now we have a familiar face again, Jennifer Tran. Hi, I'm Jennifer Tran, and I'm 17. Hey, all right, and then another familiar face, Addie. Harris. Hi, I'm Addie, and I'm six. I'm 17. Just kidding. Oh. I'm 17. <laughs> Okay, so like as we already know, I just want to put this out there for all my audience, my listeners, and my watchers, telling them that as from now on until the final episode, these beautiful guests and other people guests will not have questions to prepare themselves with. <laughs> whatever they thought of when I said this question is what's going to be said, and we'll see how everything goes. Hopefully this is not a mess. If it's a mess, then oh well, we'll keep going, right? Yeah. All right, so the first question is the word female, right? I think we talked we um, talked about it a little, so actually they do know the first question, but we talked about a little. Female has started to become a slur, a derogatory term. Why and how? McKenna. Okay, so I feel like in a sense, it depends on how you use it. 
Um, definitely, I would rather, if somebody was referring to me, um, I'd rather them say either my name or if they're referring to me, like, not as me, um, a woman, instead mm -hmm. of a female. I just feel like, in a way, like, it, like I said, it depends on how you use it. So if you're going to say, like, yeah, that female is blah, 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 mm. it's kind of like, that's kind of demeaning in a way. Cause, because it's like, I'm more than just a female, I'm more than just a woman. Say my name and say who I am. So that's mm. how I can do that. Casey. Um, in my experience, I don't see female as a slur at all, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think that the only time that it can be like bad is I think nowadays you see a lot of times like on social media, guys will kind of use it almost as like an inside joke, like, oh, look at all the females, like what a female thing to do. And I think that's the only way that like, I don't know, I feel like it's definitely has a different connotation now than just saying like girl or woman. It's like more of a kind of almost joking thing in some senses. So, yeah. Addie. Um, I agree with Casey. I don't necessarily think it's gotten to the point where it's like a slur, but it's definitely, um, I think like McKenna said, it's definitely like degrading in the way that they use it. Like they use it in that kind of way. And it's it, it reduces women like down to just their reproductive organs, like female, like that's the terms that doctors use or like when you're getting a dog, like, oh, it's a female dog. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's, and you know, they use it in that way too. Cause dudes will be like, oh, females are always doing this, this and that. And females are doing this. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's just weird. And I don't know when that started become like becoming like a popular term to use but it's just very strange to me. And I personally do not like it when mm -hmm. guys are throwing that term around to refer to women, like just say girls or women, or like if you tell them like, bro, don't say female, they'll be like, oh, what else am I supposed to say? Like, you have not been saying female your whole life. Like, you know what else to call girls or women or like refer to them by their name. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. Addy, I'm, I'm sorry. Jennifer, <laughs> my bad. You're, you're good. I completely agree with um, Addie, Casey, and McKenna. I don't think it's a slur, but it definitely makes me uncomfortable when, like, a man calls me, like, a female and not, like, a woman or a girl. Because there's just, like, the tone. Like, the tone that they use is degrading, and it doesn't make you feel good. Like, mm. yeah. And I, like, what McKenna said, like, we're more than than just the word female mm. like you really like, like you have to see like sorry i'm like stumbling all over, all over the place but, like <laughs> again like we're more than just females like we're women right, right. get it right <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so then my next question now here goes with the juicy stuff because they don't know what this is <laughs> i'm just thinking so <clears throat> The advantages of what a woman has is higher than the advantages of what a man has. Agree or disagree? Well, wait, wait, wait. I won't give y'all example. I won't give y'all example. No, no, no. Like I'm not saying like I agree or disagree. I'm gonna give y'all example. We give you two. Now, one example 
is going to go with the, I guess, agree side. The other one is going to go with the disagree side. Then you tell me what you think. All right. So the agree side is more, I'll say, uh, dirty, if, if that makes sense, more sense. So if a woman, right, let, uh, actually assaults a man. Here, here we go. Listen, listen. Cause I, I'm actually, sexually assaults a man that you, the, the man can press charges, but the woman can also press charges and say that if the man pushes her, that he sexually assaulted her as well or harassed her because of that. Because, and then ask him now that no matter what has happened with a man, if they falsely accuse or not, that they will be, their jobs will be uh, diminished, you know, they'll be fired, pay cuts, and they'll be looked at as poorly no matter if they did it or not. Here. Now, as we, that, that was the agree side. The disagree side is a CEO woman and a CEO man work the same time, but the man makes a good, let's say, I'm going to go high, high, $1 million, right? Same work, but the, but the, I'm sorry, the woman makes 50K. Same years, that's the disagree side. Now, after those examples have been pre uh, presented, what do y'all think? Addie. <laughs> I had something to say. <laughs> Um, let's start off with sexual assault is bad, whether <laughs> no matter. So. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. It is. Yeah, I'm not saying it. It is. Yeah. Um, now, is it a fact that I guess I won't even say get away with, but when I feel like there's just a lot of aspects to that first question. Like, if a man were to get sexually assaulted by a woman, I think number one, they're m way less likely to try and reach out and get help about that because, you know, like men have this kind of masculinity thing when they feel like, you know, like, oh, I have to tell my bros that I feel like I got sexually assaulted by a girl. Like what, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but also number two, they are a lot less likely to get sexually assaulted by a woman, but, but I'd say like they're more likely to get sexually assaulted by a man than a woman. But still, if that were to happen, also, yeah, I feel like it would be harder for people to believe a man saying, I mean, it's very hard for people to believe a woman saying that she got sexually assaulted. But I'd say it's also very hard for people to believe a man saying he got sexually assaulted by a woman. So, like, bed better? I don't know if that's the I was, I, I, Yeah, but I was trying to make it seem like I, I mean, like... I mean, like, in that situation, yeah, I don't know. In that situation, it's not better to be either kind of person because at the end of the day, you're getting sexually assaulted, which is terrible. So, like, I don't know. I don't know about that one. But <laughs> um, when it comes to, like, the uh, – gosh, what was the second example? Getting paid. Um, there's obviously that inequality between men and women, and that's, like, been there for forever. Um and I think it's, I a lot of men don't agree with this statement, but it is much easier to be a man mm -hmm. than to be a woman. At least I can speak in America, in this country, and I can't speak for all over the world, but in America, it is much easier to be a man than it is to be a woman. 
and I won't say it's like better than the other, but it's definitely easier um, just based on their gender, you know? So like, and that I, that's not really something that like, I feel like can even be debated. I mean, I'm sure there'll be men like trying to say like all this stuff, but I think it comes down to like statistics and facts and like what you see in your life every single day or what you experience being a woman, like in your daily life. Um, that kind of just supports that. So, yeah. Jennifer. <laughs> I agree with um, what Addie said completely, especially with uh, what she first talked about, about sexual assault. I think whether you're a man or a woman, you should be held accountable with your actions. And again, at the end of the day, it's sexual assault. So it's really hard to talk about. Yeah. Um, the, I, I agree with what Addie said. And also on the agree example that you had said, I also, again, I agree with what Addie said. It's, <laughs> you, it's like, you've seen a lot in, in like America, how unfairly women are treated against men. Um, Equality wise, I mean, just like a few months ago, I was reading for like an assignment and in that reading, I was talking about how, how like, oh, like men are, 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 are strong enough to do like the outside work while women had to stay inside to take care of like the homes and stuff. And then you also see it when you're younger, when like teachers are like, oh, I need a strong, I think a strong man to help me move these boxes over and you're sitting there like, I can move those boxes too. <laughs> so yeah, I, and I think it, and I agree with Addie, I keep on saying that. Again, I agree with Addie when she said that being a man is easier in a lot of cases as well. Mm -hmm. Sorry, if um, that, hopefully that made sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it, I get it, okay, okay, Casey. Um, starting off on like the sexual assault topic, I think a big thing that I've heard with men saying they've been sexually assaulted or like coming out with that is a lot of guys say that it's like a lot harder for a man to like come out about it and like be believed and like get their justice. But at the same time, our entire like society and like the legal system in that sense was built by men and like they formed their own kind of like masculinity that makes them more hesitant to like believe that that could happen to guys because they think that like it makes you weak if that happens to you which of course isn't the case but I think that like the same people who are preaching that like it's so much harder for a man to come out about it are the same ones who would judge a man if they came out mm -hmm. about it in a lot in a lot of cases and um, when it comes to the like pay difference and the pay gap, I think it's like a lot easier to see kind of the struggles with like being a woman versus a man. If you look at like the steps that it takes to reach a position rather than like the actual difference in pay and like recognition at the top, because I feel like the main challenges come from actually like moving up and like getting recognition for the smaller things that allows you to like reach a top position because 
I think um, it's really hard. And like when you're starting out in a lot of career like choices to be seen as like taking it seriously, if you're a woman rather than like a man won't be like questioned for any of like those mm -hmm. early decisions. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. McKenna. So I definitely agree with everyone. Um, and I feel like in society, there's like this hierarchy. So mm -hmm. I feel like men are at the top of the hierarchy. I'm not going to say I'm going against men or anything, but in the sense of saying like women have more of an advantage in society, I, I would say I disagree with that. Um, because like you said before, um, when it comes to pay and things like that, women can work as hard as men or even harder in the workplace and they get paid less like their their pay wages are way lower than men mm -hmm. and i feel like society in america at least america was built on men so it was built around men so when they broke away from british rule um you know it was men who were starting the government it was men who like you know had all these jobs and they were the like the people to bring food home and like provide housing mm -hmm. and where the woman's role was to stay home and take care of the children, cook, clean, all of that. But once society started to change, and I feel like this happens, well, like society is changing. You have to kind of change with society. So mm -hmm. once society started to change, it's like women started to get into the workforce, but then they get paid, we get paid less because I feel as if when we go off and have children, we have to have like six weeks off or yeah, I'm not sure how long it is, but, um, and men don't understand. I feel like men don't under, I can't speak for all men, but I feel like men don't understand that it's hard. It's hard for the woman to give birth and it takes two to tango, you know? So it's kind of like, it's society has placed women lower than men. Mm -hmm. that I was talking about earlier. Um, but when it comes to like, for for instance, um, when it came to the George Floyd cases, I know this is like super deep, but um, Derek Chauvin, I'm not really sure how to say his name, I apologize if I said it wrong. Um, he was, it took a while for his trial to happen and things like that. But later on, we found out that a woman who, who claimed that she accidentally uh, took out the wrong weapon was a police she was sacked like that and it's like when you look at society you see that a lot women are not appreciated i would say as much as men and it's like and i think it starts in our own community mm -hmm. i feel like women don't uplift each other anymore i feel like women always kind of want to see each other like fail but when you so i feel like it starts with your community so i feel like we don't have the advantage because we're broken I'm not gonna say we're. Wait, wait. I'm not gonna say we're broken, but I'm gonna say we're like our bond as women. It's not how it should be. So we're hurting ourselves when it comes to society to stand up to those men who who think they're superior. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But that's okay. what I'm All right. Mm -hmm. So with the all, y'all got? I got now. I got my three questions in my mind. <clears throat> so the third one, and then third one, it's more of a like a you thing. Then the fourth and fifth one, we'll see how that goes. The third one, let's journey into the career path that we're trying to take. Now, let's just 
I, I think I know what most of y'all want to do because y'all told me, but I'm just gonna I not gonna mess it up. So y'all gonna I'm gonna ask y'all this. The uh how I want to word this? How do I want to word this? The thought process that a woman has to go through when it comes to a career. As I've been talking to my mom and stuff, and my mom, my aunts, my grandma, how they all went through everything, is that first of all, at the time, you know, generational, generation. So my grandma was more of that's just how everything was. The woman was always in the house. She did not do that. So they're both uh, my grandma and grandpa were working. So then my mom had to figure out a way to, you know, as as a as a child, do things herself as also getting help from her parents as well. But the economy, the economics of what a woman makes and a man makes with your career, is that a fear that you might get paid less than a man just because you are a woman? Then we'll go into, as we put on top of that, put in, enter your race as well. That because of your race and that you're a woman, now, how much are you getting paid? So this I want. I'm gonna ask you, I wanna say who go first and then give me your what you wanna be, the pay or thought pay and the how the oh community is as uh, like in the <laughs> community is just as a woman, <laughs> then as your race as a woman. Yeah? Yes, yes. All right. Let's go with Casey. Um, okay, so my job, I'll go dream job route, I guess, would be to be a performer and an actor like musical theater. And um, pay-wise, I don't, I think that often like leading men are paid more, but it's not really like a worry that I have at all because, I mean, kind of with like, you know, Christian, the job we want to do, it's like, I'll take anything. Like, yeah. Get me up there, but like, I think um, with men versus women, it's with actually like doing the career itself, it's a lot easier for men to succeed in musical theater. And like, because even in like a high school setting, like you'll see in at like a lot of schools, like directors have to like beg random guys that have never done a show in their life to like play the lead. And then there are like 50 girls who've done like 12 years of theater, like kicking and screaming to get the main role. And so it's like, there's definitely a difference there with like the competitiveness. Um, and then race, uh, racially, that's obviously not ever going to be an issue for me because I'm white. And so I've never had to worry about that at all, which I'm very grateful for, but it definitely is in theater. That's a huge problem. And it's a lot, a mm -hmm. lot easier for um, white people to get like those big roles rather than minorities, because like, especially like budding, like ingenue roles or something mm -hmm. or like princess roles, like that um, average kind of like leading female, it's definitely a lot easier being white to like get handed roles like that when you can kind of fit into like any oh. show. So that's not something that I would have to worry about. And I hope that soon in the future with like more shows that are focused more on like minority 
casts, it will be better in that sense. So, McKenna. Okay, so um, I'm gonna start with what I want to do. I want to be a physical therapist, um, specializing in amputees. Um, and I feel like for me as a black woman, um, going back to that hierarchy, I would say there's men and then there's women. But when you divide those women, I would say white women are at the top of that list. And then it's between like Asian women. Mm, I don't know. Actually, I take that back. I don't know. But I would say like minorities, like Asian women, um, black women and Hispanic women are all kind of together. It's, it's, but they're far from, I would say, a white woman. And that's not, I, I feel like that's a touchy subject. So I'm not going to go too deep into that. But I do feel like um, in the place, like how, okay, in my occupation, um, it just, I feel like when it comes to society, that's going to be my issue. And I feel like when it comes to race, it really depends on where you work. So say I were to work somewhere in Texas, like, like rural Texas. Mm. Well, then I have, I have the fear of, will I lose my job at any moment just because of the color of my skin? Am I easy let go because I'm a woman? Mm-hmm. So it really just depends on where you live and, and like who you're around. Um, but like I said, for me, it would be more of me being compared to a man. So say I was here up at Wake Med working um, and say they had to make cuts. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would be the fir- one of the first to go, just no matter how hard I worked, just because, like, once again, um, I feel like the struggle is harder for a black woman in society. Um, I feel like, I do feel like um, women, black women are probably at the bottom of the, tilt, the, the pole, you know, at the, at the bottom of the hierarchy. Um, and I feel like just being a woman by itself would be hard for me because that man most likely is getting paid more than me. And when you see a physical therapist, when you think of a physical therapist, you don't technically think of a woman. You think of more of like that's something sporty or like, you know, because what goes under that is exercise science. When you think of exercise science and kinesiology, you're not thinking about women when you're going in majors and stuff like that. And when you apply to these um, all women colleges or, or institutions, your um, their majors typically don't have kinesiology. Now, if you go to a public university or private university, who have like who are diverse or like have a mix between races, you're gonna get that. Like for example, Spelman University, there it's an all women school, mm-hmm. right? So they they do mix um, with Morehouse and Clark. Oh, yeah. I believe that's what it's called. Um, but when you go on the website and look at those majors, or even Meredith, when you go on those websites and look at um, majors. For Spellman, they were kind of broad. So if I wanted to go into kinesiology, I would have to go into like general health or like a health, you know. So because when you like take a when you take it to the side and you like kind of break them up, physical therapy is not going to be in there. Like kinesiology, exercise science is not going to be in there. It's not. Society tells women what women should do and what they can be, kind of, when like men are able to do whatever they want. So I do feel like for me personally, just to go back and close it in, um, that I would have to worry more about, depending on where I worked, I would have to wor- worry more about being a woman than race. Mm, okay. So, yeah. 
Jennifer. Um, it's kind of hard to talk about because honestly, I don't know for sure what I want to do career-wise. I know okay. that I really, really, really want to be an author. Like my heart, and I know my heart is like set on being an author. Is but it's also, I think about it, and it's like it's really hard industry to really thrive at because if your books aren't successful then that's like you're not gonna make a lot of money right so adding being a woman on top of that is is really scary as well because if you're you're going into an, a tough industry where it doesn't get a lot of pay if you're not as successful it's it's scary and um i just like literally just lost my train of thought okay. and being asian american compared to maybe like a white woman i feel like again is kind of scary because you know you never know if they're choosing you based on like if your writing is good or not or or do they just have like a bias against you like if they're good whether or not they're going to choose you because like they, they don't choose you because they just don't like what they see which is an asian american standing in front of them compared to a white woman and they choose the white woman because they just they don't like you yeah. because of your race and ethnicity so that's a very scary thought when going into career but yeah that's like kind of my opinion for, okay and like being an author wise and sorry i keep on touching my face because i'm trying to fix like my nose ring <laughs> okay addy um so what i want to do along the lines of casey and christian um i want to be a professional dancer so in that field um being a woman, rarely think about that part. Honestly, like for every 100 women, you're gonna see like one man. Um, so I'd say it's definitely easier for a man in those fields, literally just, just in the sense that like, they can walk into an audition and they're probably only gonna have like three, four, five, um, other like people that are competition, I guess. Um, I guess if this is coming like just for a male role and not necessarily just like a part in a company. Um, so it's gonna be easier for them to get that parts and they don't necessarily have to be as talented to get those parts just because like it's so not rare, but you know, there's a lot less men um, in the arts in general. Um, but I think about being a black woman all the time just because like Ever since like my whole dance life, my years of dancing, like I've gotten so accustomed to being like the only black dancer in a room full of white dancers or the only black dancer at an audition or the only black dancer in a classroom or in a competition. So like it, it's, I won't say it phases me anymore. Like I've kind of become desensitized to that. Wow, why is there nobody in here that also looks like me type thing? Um, but luckily, I don't want to go into the ballet field. That would be very, very tiring because there's like 
very rare to see black ballet dancers. Um, and also when it comes to like classical ballets, like it's very rare for you to see black leads just because like all the classical ballets are based off of white people. So like, you know, they're not, they're rarely gonna see them casting um, black women or men. Um, and also just the fact that a lot of the times black women's bodies aren't seen as the perfect ballet body because they might have a bigger chest than some of their white counterparts or a bigger butt than some of their white counterparts or their hair isn't um, straight and can be put up in a little bun like their white counterparts. So I think all of that is it's very um, detrimental to like, I guess the way that you view yourself as a dancer and you view yourself as less because like that's what people tell you you are and make you feel like you're less. Um, but definitely I wanna go into more modern contemporary. So in that field, it's a little bit easier. Um, still very low number of black dancers, but there's all black companies um, and like the company, my dream company would be Alvin Ailey and that's a historically back black company. So. Um, there's just, there's, I'd say there's, it's a little bit easier to be black in the modern and contemporary field, just because, um, it's more, I feel like there's more support for black people and black women in that field. So, yeah. All right. Cool. 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 All right. So then <clears throat> my fourth question, and I want a, I want to y'all just a shout out, agree or disagree with this one. Just shout it out, all right? Just shout it out. <laughs> Being a feminist means anti-men. Disagree. 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 Okay, good. All right. <laughs> Let's dive into that. The word feminist is, it, somebody give me the word, definition of feminist wanting equal rights for men and women. All right. Why do you think that that seems like a detrimental thing for some men? I feel like, <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like, I feel like they feel like that's competition. Mm. I feel like they feel like we're challenging their masculinity. I feel like they think that if women come together and fight for our rights, and we're equal, that one day women will surpass them. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's how I feel. And I feel like just because women uplift each other, just because we fight for what's right, um, doesn't mean that we're against men. Mm -hmm. you know? And I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like, like it all goes back to society and what it was built on. And yeah. I feel like, yeah, men are scared that we're going to eventually pass them in the race for like anything. Do you think it's time for women to surpass men? I feel like I feel like when America was created, like women, come on, let's go. You know, do what you do. You know, show these men who's boss, you know? So yeah. Okay. All right, so upon that, oh no, go ahead, yeah, yeah, go ahead, and Jennifer. Oh, I think Jennifer raised her hand, she can go. <laughs> um, 
a lot of men just don't want to see women succeed and thrive because they're like what McKenna said, they're scared that they're going to surpass them. And that, and they're like, they, they're going to feel like less of a man if they see a woman doing better than them or, or being, being paid more and being better at their job. Like, for example, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe an athlete. Okay. If let's say a woman is doing a lot better are getting a lot more praise about the way they're doing the sport that that man is going to feel feel bad and so they just they, uh, they shouldn't have chosen because i because i'm not an athlete but like <laughs> but they just don't want to see women succeed or like mm-hmm. be successful because it scares them and it makes them feel little when in the end, I feel like they should be happy for women, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Going off of what Jennifer said, like using that athlete um, like analogy, it's like, okay, if the, if the woman athlete is like getting more praise for the way that they play their sport, like a man will be like, dang, like I'm not as good as a woman type thing. But if it's another like male counterpart, like, player maybe from another team or something and they're getting praised like they're gonna be like oh I have respect for that dude like he's really he's good at what he does like he trains like they feel it's like they they're scared of feeling inferior to a woman because like they shouldn't feel that way and like the basis of the question like I feel like you you see that everywhere for any kind of like campaign or like movement whatever you're supporting a person on the opposition or the other end of the spectrum is always going to feel like you're anti them when you're really not. You're just supporting whatever you're doing. Like you're trying to support an area that you care about or an area that you know that needs help. You're not trying to defy or be anti whatever the other area is like it and I feel like that's what causes like so many of these um I mean political parties you see it like it just causes so much like I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is but (laughs) yeah yeah um just because it's like no I don't hate you or I'm not anti you I'm just pro me you know like if I walk around with a sign that says pro Addy, it doesn't mean I'm saying I hate you, Christian. It just means like I'm supporting myself because right. I want to, you know? And I don't know why people don't just think of it that way, but I don't know. People are stupid and they think those things. So just not the way it turns out. I don't know, man. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Going off of what Addy said, I think that's like a really good point. Like being pro yourself doesn't mean you're anti someone else and that's like one of my pet pet peeves is when people including women try and say that like being a feminist is thinking women are better than men because that's not the case at all it's just wanting to have an equal playing field and Mm -hmm. i don't ever think i would never say that like i want women to surpass men because I don't think it's a surpassing thing. If you're on an equal playing field and women become more successful, that's not a like, 
oh, we surpassed them. Like we're like ruling over them. It's just like a, we're all people and mm. gender happens to be more successful. Like, and so I don't think it's like, and I think in a lot of cases, the people who are anti-feminist or who don't believe in feminism, mm -hmm. which I think it's a really weird that there's a stigma around men being feminists because it's just wanting equal rights for both. I think it kind of ties into that a lot of um, guys specifically from like childhood have been taught like they want like the American dream of like providing for their family and having a housewife. And I think that's also a main reason why a lot of girls are not feminists or which apparently don't want equal rights. I don't even I can't <laughs> that, but okay. Because they're taught to think that like men should have this like natural power over women. And like, I think the biggest issue is just actually defining what feminism is because the definition has been like so twisted and turned around. And I think like one person could be like, I'm a feminist and I think women are better than men. And then like this other guy will take that and like label all feminists as that when that's not the like entire ideology. That's just like one person says that and they take it and run with it and like start saying that all feminists think they're better than men. And I think that's where it gets like really harmful and makes it seem like such a crazy thing to be a feminist. So. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. Jennifer, go ahead. Real quick. I just wanted to add, like, it's also the environment. Like when they're younger, they, a lot of, maybe their friends will be like, oh, you're going to let a girl do that, do that better than you. Or you're going to let a woman do that better than you. Or like, even like, oh, you throw like a girl. So when they see a woman being stronger or better than them at it, it like, they think, they think like that. They think, oh, I, I'm going to let a girl do better than me. So they let that negativity take over. And yeah. Okay. So let's get to the fifth question. And then they, I think there's actually six. But the fifth, hopefully last, well, gonna be last, except for this one. All right, so we have always, well, the word, it's not a word, because more, it's two words, toxic masculinity. Now, we know what it is, seen it multiple times, experienced it, ignored it, tried to ignore it, confronted it, but it doesn't seem to go away. But, is there a thing that we haven't really confronted also toxic femininity and that the ways of some how women treat other women as well or maybe how women treat men can be a have a dogmatic effect on each other words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, feel like I literally saw something about I feel like I saw something on TikTok about this literally today. Go ahead, Jennifer. You start the question off. You start so, sorry. Question. Go ahead. No, um, go ahead. Well, it was like this TikTok on, I can't specifically remember at the top of my head, but it was about um, body hair and like, you know, just mm -hmm. keep like keeping it natural and let it grow out, which I'm all for. Like, it's like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I haven't shaved my legs in a long time. <laughs> and, and I'm okay with that. 
and then there was like the other part where but then women will make make fun of other women who don't let it grow out or like they'll shame them for shaving it so i feel like as a feminist you should you shouldn't like uh judge someone for whether whether or not they do shave let it grow out or shave it all shave it all off i feel like you know let women do what they want to do did that make sense i hope it did yeah yeah like hannah okay so um i feel like this isn't all women but i feel like it's kind of like where we judge each other and that's it just is what it is women judge each other they judge men too but we judge each other mostly and i'm sad to say it but it's mostly in the black community where it's like oh she has this or she thinks she's all that because she's able to afford this or that um and i i feel like i feel like women can be just as toxic as men um like women would rather succeed on their own than congratulate another woman for succeeding on something else or being able to do something else that that person couldn't do. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to like relationships and things, like I feel like our generation, it's kind of like, I don't know what it, why, but they, they get so excited about toxicity. Like, it's kind of like toxic relationships are the thing. Like, what's going on? You know, so, what's going on? I don't know. Miss girl. <laughs> uh huh. Continue. I feel like I feel like it's a trend now, and I feel like nobody is on their own wave. Everybody's either somebody's a follower, and then everybody else is gonna hop on that wave, or mm -hmm. like everybody's like a leader. Oh, not a leader. Everybody's a follower. So somebody's gonna lead it. Somebody's gonna follow it. So um, when it comes to like women being toxic, we can be toxic towards each other. We can be toxic in a relationship and people glorify it. That's the issue. So I don't think it's just a woman thing. I don't think it's just a man thing. I think it's a society thing and how it's changing. Um, I feel like our generation, I think it's based on maturity too and ignorance. Um, so I wouldn't say it's all women. I wouldn't say it's all men. It's just the ones who do glorify being toxic. Like that's the issue. And then from there, it just, everything automatically is toxic to everybody. So I don't know. Okay. Addie. Hmm. Trying to figure out what I want to say. <laughs> you have to think about it, just saying. <laughs> um, I have to listen to that. So what other people say first. I think, okay, toxic masculinity, like that's when men are, they feel that they are not able to step out of these like societal guidelines that define what being a man is. Like they're too afraid to do that because they feel like it'll strip them of their masculinity. If we use that same logic with the term like toxic femininity, it, I feel like it it doesn't really necessarily fit because I mean, yeah, there's definitely like women who are scared to like step out of those guidelines, but it's like when it comes to men, it's stuff like painting their nails and like wearing a dress and like doing like feminine things or whatever. 
like at least most of the time it is, you know? Yeah. Or like letting their um, girlfriend be dominant in situations and stuff like that. Or like letting them gr their girl like tell them what to do or give them advice and they're like, no, I don't want my girl doing that. Da, 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 da. Like, but I feel like when it comes to women, it's like when it's switched, that's like how it's supposed to be. So, Wow. Or like how society makes it supposed to be. I don't know if that is making any sense, but it makes sense in my mind. So I'm just gonna keep talking. Okay. So like I also saw this thing on TikTok going kind of like what Jennifer was saying. Um, it's like when men like step out of those guidelines, it's like putting things on, like wow. not just existing. But for women, it's just literally existing, like growing out their body hair, or um, just wow. wearing like whatever they want to wear, or not having to cross their legs when they sit. Like it's like just existing necessarily and not even like putting things on i mean like i guess wearing pants but like that's become a societal norm at this point so it's like that's not really something that people have to like build up like i don't know any kind of confidence to do but i i feel like we can't necessarily like not maybe not the term toxic feminine i think that's what is like i'm trying to wrap my head around is like that specific term like, of course, like women are, women can be terrible to each other and very judgmental and, and be like, oh, you're not doing this. You're, that's very unladylike or, oh, you're not, you, your box braids like dirty today. Like McKenna said, like, it's really, you see the whole bunch in the black community, like colorism, texture, texturism, I forgot what the term is for that, but it's like, I don't know. You, it's it's more so like women just kind of being catty to each other and just having this kind of like, I have to be better than you or I hold you to this standard type thing and not necessarily going against the grain of what society has put in place for women uh -huh. because that that is what we're trying to, trying to do. You know, like for, I think for men, it's like, it's become a term because it's, it's so, I guess, common or like looked down negatively upon, which it is for women too. But like when I think about it, when I just switch it without, you know, adding any kind of like situational differences to it, it it's more so like feminism, like women existing and growing out their body hair or women participating in manly sports or women like doing all that stuff. It's not, it's in, it's more so like that movement and not a term. Yeah. Okay. What I said, sense, but yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> Casey. Um, I think that the main, I think toxic feminine, ah, femininity definitely <laughs> exists, I guess. And I think it's more, um, I think the main problem with it is when you're looking at like toxic masculinity or some things that men will do, it's more like outwardly malicious. While like if a girl does something, it's kind of more like offhanded a lot of the time. And it's not like a, oh my gosh, she's being so terrible because we're so like used to it. And it happens like in like kind of microaggressions like constantly. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think it's a lot easier to kind of like pass by on. And I also think that a lot of time um, women are the one like exerting a lot more effort 
into like bringing down other women or like telling women what to wear and what to do more than even men are in a lot of cases or when it comes to like judging women with like what they wear and what they're doing. And I also think another kind of issue, I mean, you guys all, I'm kind of trying to like be shorter. You guys kind of covered everything. (laughs) I think another issue is like um, what I was talking about before with like, one person can make feminists look like super polarized. And I think the main issue with that is when we start to um, kind of like look down upon traditionally feminine and masculine things. And like, because we don't need to like the whole point of kind of like feminism and like, is like girls do whatever they want to do, you know, like in, in the sense of like clothing and like stuff like that. And I think it gets really harmful when um, in order to like uplift someone who's like wearing more masculine things, you're like bringing down someone who is sticking to like traditionally feminine things, even though they're not like, there's nothing harmful in that way. Like kind of saying that like, oh, I'm so much better because I wear pants and she wears dresses, like something Mm -hmm. like that. And I think that's with like men too. Like when we start like calling men, like being cruel to them because they're like basic or like wearing basic guy stuff. I think that gets bad because it makes like them a lot more insecure and like defensive and a lot less open to like, it makes them like more venomous towards trying like the new or like feminine things. And so I think Mm -hmm. the problem is kind of like, with toxic masculinity and femininity is kind of just trying to step out of the norms without like shaming people who like stay in the norms or like want like those better than the new stuff, I guess. All right. Okay. All right. I think, all right. So I want to say thank you guys. And I'm going to give you all something after I give the goals and that's when we're in the remarks and then we're just going to bounce out. All right. So, (laughs) The goal that I have for this one, I was trying to see how the vibe of this this you know episode is going to go, and I say my goal is respect your women. Damn. Uh like come on, like you want to about them number numero uno. That I guess that's besides the point for some people, but that's not besides the point. That is the point. That's numero uno, and then number two is. We're all humans, no, no matter what gender we are. So if you could really cut down that thought process that one gender needs to be better than the other one, then we will definitely be moving 10 steps forward in society just upon that. Now, there's other things to work on as well. But with that, knowing that the gender norms, gender norms that's happening, or like saying that one gender is better than the other, if you race that from your mind and say that we're all human and that some people just benefit from others because of what they've been uh trained or talented more or you know, work more on doing then we could be 10 steps forward 10 steps we could be a whole different society just upon that now with the title title and then we're going to end you just need to give me one give me a celebrity a well-known person that you have looked up to that really represents the intuition of a woman Think about it. Think, 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 think. I'll go first. And then everybody goes. Now, 
It sounds, if you know me, I want to say somebody that sounds very, you know, stereotypical for me. Uh, her name is Zendaya. So, <laughs> Who would have guessed? It's Zendaya. Yeah. Zendaya or SZA. Those two, <laughs> I feel, are the, what I've seen, and there's more, but like I gave two except one that really represents the intuition of a woman. Uh, they've definitely expressed their femininity in every way possible and expressed the inequality that's happening in the world. And both of them are colored as well. So they express the inequality of being a colored woman as well. And I've learned so much from them and love them as well. But that's besides the point. And let's continue on. Uh, we'll go. I'll go order wise. So Casey, go. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm gonna say two as well because uh -huh. I can't choose between them. They're my icons: Emma Watson and Taylor Swift. Both. Amazing. How did I know? How did I? Know? <laughs> okay. They're both like amazing feminists and super like involved with like feminism and like speaking mm -hmm. out about that stuff. And I think they do a really good job, specifically like with Taylor Swift. We got to like see, I say we, like <laughs> if you're like a fan of Taylor Swift, you got to kind of see her transition into more of a feminist because like, and kind of get rid of her like internalized misogyny. Like you can see a mm. lot of it in her earlier stuff. And so I just look up to a lot of them, to both of them a lot, because I think they're pretty awesome examples of like, being able to be feminine and still like want other people to have, like be able to do whatever they want. So, yeah. McKenna, y'all could give two. Go ahead, think of two. Okay. Um, I would probably give Beyonce. I know it's so like such a basic answer, but I would give Beyonce um, because she not only cares about women, tries to uplift women. Like, you know, her earlier songs were like, yeah. girls, like stuff like that. Um, but she also, she I think she brings light to a lot of society's issues with her music and with her actions. Um, and my second person, oh, I didn't know we were gonna do a second person. Um, I'm gonna have to say, oh, the, okay, hold on, hold on. Um, <laughs> I was gonna probably say Zendaya, but you already said it, so I don't wanna be like, a yeah, but I'm gonna say Cindy. Hey, we know it's so true. <laughs> I just feel like I feel like they really like stand up for issues like uh -huh. in society, but also for like women. So I would say those two women and they're women of color. So Addie. Mm, I'm one Angela Davis. Um, she was a political activist. She was a woman of color. She's an author. She's she just stood up for literally everything good in the world. And I mean, she's just amazing. She, yeah. Um, bro, I don't know. I just I can't think of a second person. I I don't want to be a copycat too. But I was also thinking of SZA, but. Then you said SZA, so I changed my person. But I guess my second person would be SZA, just because she's just she's just everything, ah! everything, ah! everything in the world. So yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. I love you, SZA and Zendaya. <laughs> Call me, Jennifer. 
<laughs> uh, I I can't think of like two people, but like the first person that popped in my head important subjects or topics. Sorry, yeah, topics. Yeah. And I just love her content. Like recent, like like I just love like all the things she's talked about. I think they're all so important. And also, I just want to mention that I love everyone that you guys just said, like Taylor Swift, <laughs> Beyonce, like. Mm-hmm. Like they're all so great at talking about important subjects or topics. Subjects? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for that last remarks as well. And I'm excited and I can't wait to see y'all for IDK, men versus women. Coming in four weeks. So y'all have a while. But y'all don't have a while for recording. But that's the size of the point. So our next episode, I like that. That's the size of the point. That's gonna be a t-shirt now. Uh that's <laughs> with my face on it. That's trademark. Okay, but the next episode is the of uh, the intellect of a man. And this is going to be the men's perspective of everything as men, all that, that stuff. And then we combine with at the Netflix works the last special with the men and the women. And that's where we go. And that's going to be a whole good topic. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and y'all tell me, my um, guests and people that are listening, should it be live? Because that we could do that and have audience actually ask everybody questions and make it like that. Put DM me at IDK with Christian or email me at IDK with Christian at gmail.com. If you want it to be live, it'll be a YouTube live and it will go out of strategic time and that's how it go for the second one. Now also these these peoples, these peoples right here will also be on my last episode. I'm volunteering y'all right now. Last episode, IDK, what the heck are we doing? We're recap our the whole season and it's gonna be a live special with different times and we'll get to that later. And it's gonna be so it's ugh, such an exciting thing. Yes. Okay, so have a nice day. Thank you. And anybody wants to give their Instagram tag, you can right now. Uh, can you see underscore M underscore W? Uh, just scream it out. At my Okay. Yeah. Okay. At JJENN. I-I-S-E-R-T-R-A-N. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And we are under an hour, so bye. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs>